Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to From the Boardroom to the Bedroom. Turn off, tune in, and turn on. Join sex and happiness coach Lori Handlers and executive coach Jen Koken as they traverse the worlds of sex, pleasure, power, and partnership. And now, please welcome Lori Handlers and Jen Koken. Well, welcome back to another episode rendition. I don't even know what to say of from the boardroom to the bedroom. I'm Jen Koken and I'm here with Lori. And I'm here too. I'm uh, live in Columbus, Ohio right now. And I'm in an Airbnb that abuts a major street. So, ah. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So there's going to be traffic going by and we're just going to include that because there, I don't have any way to filter that out. So, yeah. so you'll hear some Columbus traffic, some Columbus traffic. How yeah. often do we wish we could filter things out in our life and we don't have a way to do it. So we just include it. Oh my God. There's times I'm standing with somebody and they're telling me too much. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my God. Okay. Stop, stop, stop. How can I ex- extricate myself from this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully I've never been one of those people. <laughs> you never. That's why we're on this. That's why yes. we're together after all these years. No. And plus you'd probably say, Jen, okay, I'm like full. My teacup's full or shut up or whatever. We have that kind of a relationship. Shut, shut the, the fuck up. Shut, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about, you know, so that look, people sometimes are off put by me because I say things like that. Okay. Stop, stop, stop. Can you just tell me your request or can you just tell me what happened without the whole backstory. I don't care about the backstory. And sometimes people get intimidated by that. And sometimes people really like that. They go, oh, I wanna be like that. Yeah. So today's topic is kind of, this leads into today's topic, which is how do men deal with very powerful women? Yeah. Like how should they, should they try to dominate us? Well, they try. You know, like that's, it's, it's interesting what you're saying, because I'm very direct. This is another reason why we get along so well. People know where they stand with us. We say what's on our mind, but it can be because it's direct. Sometimes it can come across as cutting, like cutting people don't necessarily get, we're just communicating to say the thing. There's nothing. Well, what do you mean by that? Nothing. What I mean by that is this, what I mean by that is hammer. So I just said, like, you know, there's nothing else to read into it. Right. 
Someone used to say to me, you don't put velvet on the brick. (laughs) (laughs) So sometimes you're the hammer. Sometimes you're the velvet sledgehammer, you know, both ways. Exactly. So the thing is what men need to know is that we're not, I'm definitely not trying to bust any man's balls. There's no question. I love men. I'm not like this. I'm not one of these women. And you aren't either who, who, thinks, you know, where are all the good men? Men suck. You know, like we don't we don't go around feeling like that. And no. there's a whole group of women who do. There's a group of young women who do. There's a group of older women who do. It, it came from, I think, one of the waves of feminism. You know, like there's nothing men could do that's right by them. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. And they don't understand that men inherited patriarchy the same way we did. It's It's been coming you know, for hundreds and thousands of years that that men took over the the right to discuss to decide what women should do with themselves with their bodies. Look, Roe versus Wade is up again. Right. Right. I mean, are you kidding me? Oh yep. God. So but normal men, you know, regular men, what should they do when they come across a powerful woman? Yeah, well, I was going to say one other thing because I was, you know, I just moved to my place. I'm here in Annapolis, Maryland, surrounded by woods and birds and water, and it's beautiful. And I've started going to this local place, right? And I'm sitting up there just having a conversation with the bartender because I like having my local place. They play music, you kind of feel at home, they've got good food, et cetera. And I was talking, I had sat down next to a guy, you know, probably 75 or, you know, gray hair, clearly, you know, good 20 years older than me. And we were having a nice conversation. He was like, oh, you just moved here. You have to go here and here. And, you know, telling me about his life, really interesting guy. And I could feel this other guy walk up and stand there. Didn't say anything, just stood there. And I ignored him. So I'm like, if you're going to say something, I'm like, I'm having a conversation with this guy. So that guy leaves, this guy comes back over and he goes, hi. I said, hi, how are you? He goes, <laughs> you know, it was like from that moment, he's like, hi. and I said, he said, my name's, my name is Yaakov, but I go by Jake. That's my stage name. And I said, you need a stage name. He said, well, for karaoke, I saw you at karaoke last week. I said, oh, that's nice. Nice to meet you. And we started, we had a Jewish connection, right? We started talking about that. And then he, and then he immediately goes, well, give me your phone number. Cause I'm over at Chabad house and I'll invite you. And I said, oh, that's really sweet, but no, thank you. I don't feel comfortable giving you my phone number. Well, I'll give you mine. And I said, no, thank you. That doesn't work for me either, but thank you for the offer. And he said, well, do you like to dance? I said, I do. I do like to dance. Would you like to dance? There was like legit nobody on the dance floor, nobody around. And I wasn't interested. And I said, no, thank you. That's really sweet. But I'm just not interested in dancing right now. But it was great to talk to you just like that. Well, he like walks away and he's devastated. And he said to the bartender, what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? And the bartender said, nothing. We're just having a friendly conversation. And one of the things I have to make sure I do is be responsible for my power, but also not take on some he took it the way he took it has nothing to do with me, you know? And I think we try to dumb ourselves down. Isn't the right word, but like, yeah, I think that is the right word. It is. Yeah. I think, well, I've been taught to look, my mother told me don't ever win at bowling, chess, checkers, whatever. Don't win when you're playing with a guy, because if he doesn't win, he's going to feel bad. I was taught that from a young age. 
I'm like, damn, if I'm winning tennis, I'm going to win. Right. Right. I'm going to beat your ass in tennis because I'm going to beat your ass in tennis. But here's the thing. I'm not. Oh, my God. It's okay. The biggest truck in the world is going by. Um, yeah. <laughs> I bet nobody can hear it. It's just, uh, you know, I'm sure we'll be able to like <laughs> get out. But anyway, the thing is, though, I also I like if I like a man, if I like him, I want him to, to start to take charge of things. I have this interesting analogy. I'll just tell you the interesting analogy, which is like, I think it's on point of what you're saying. When I was in the dating world. And I would meet someone, let's say a blind date. It was, a, you know, it was an Internet connection. If I liked the man, I would wait for him to offer to pay. If I didn't like the man, I would say, okay, Dutch, or I'd offer to pay. Wow. It, it, internally, that's what felt right to me. Like, I, if I don't like you, I don't want to feel any kind of, any obligation he paid for me or whatever. If I like you, I'd like you to start taking some kind of charge. You know, I'd like you to take some kind of role. That could be so old school, but I'm very clear that I operated like that. I would wait to see, are you gonna spring for the bill? I like you and I think you like me. Are you gonna spring for the bill? That's interesting. Would you, I, well, because I'm in a, you're engaged, but you haven't been in the dating world for a long time. But for me, especially that first meet, I always offer to go, I always offer to go halves. And if the guy says he'll pay and I like him, I let him pay. <laughs> and if I don't like him, I, or if I'm not interested, I'll say, no, I'm more comfortable That's doing right. halves. Yeah. Okay, so what's that about? Let's go to the bottom of that. Because I feel like, because men never know. Men these days, because of feminism, and it's really because of feminism, they don't know whether they should open the car door. If you smoked, light your cigarette. Right. If you're out for a drink, offer to pay. They don't know. And we, you and I, I mean, I'm older than you. And we're of a different generation than young women now who like take that as an insult. They don't want anyone to pay from, from what I've heard. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't, I mean, I'll say for me, I don't, it's so funny because I have, I, I don't know how to let someone else, I've had to stop myself. Do I wait for him to open the door for me? Do I do it myself? Do I do it every time? And I have never known like, you know, and so I'm just naturally like opening. If I'm first, I'm opening the door. If I'm getting out of the car, but sometimes men that I've dated will say, wait, I'm going to come around and, you know, I would like to come around and open the door for you. I okay. But I, I do too. I used to hate it. Used to hate it. I don't hate it. I think it's very sweet and very generous and probably like you, I like the experience of a man taking charge and not, I don't mean in a, like an unequal way or something like that, but somebody to say, would you like to go out? I mean, that's, we were talking about this date I got asked out on and he, and I said, he said, well, how about the 12th or the 13th? I said, well, my parents are going to be here neither, but the 14th works. And he's like, perfect. He goes, I'll probably be back from Philly by then, but either way, I'll come down to Annapolis and we'll have a beautiful dinner. And I don't, you know, I'm going to reach out to him and say, do you want to pick the place or do you want me to make suggestions? And you can choose from that because he's a very alpha male. So I also want to empower him. He should pick the place. Another thing men should do is give us three choices. Mm. Like 
I, to me, if a man, I, we're talking about, you know, binary relating right now. So, you know, like we're talking about heterosexual straight yes. relating. Yes. If a man is interested in me and wants to take me on a date, I feel like he should show that he's uh, taken some time to consider it, consider what I like, the kinds of food I like and whatever, and then offer three choices so that I we don't have to go, where should we go? No, he should say, I know that you like this, this, and that, these kind of foods. So I thought about this, this, or this place, which do you prefer? I like that because it shows that he did some homework and it also shows me that I don't have to like be in the, in the choice of chaos of the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I like that. So I think he should, I think he should, if he's an alpha guy, I think he should, he should put some effort into it. Awesome. And he then should, he should find out what's in Annapolis. Yeah. Yeah. The, you know, I'm like mishelpful. It's like, well, it's my hometown. Let me now nah, just stop. Right. Let it's interesting because, you know, how do you deal with a powerful woman? Because we're powerful, we own our femininity. We are at home with it. So when I say to a man, going back to your first question of, would you like me to go, I'm happy to go halves with you. Would you like me to go half with you? Then I feel like that gives them the opening of, no, I'd prefer to pay. Okay, great. And they don't have to question, should I, you know, is she going to be insulted or not insulted? You know, that's why I offer that. Would you like me to go? It was interesting. I met a guy. We're going to do some musical work together and and write some music together. And he brought me to this breakfast spot that he loves and he paid. He's like, no, I got this. I was like, great. And my friend, Aaron, we kind of take turns now because he used to pay for me all the time. I'm like, dude, we've been friends 25 years. Like he yeah, is so old school. Like that is, that is not okay. Like we need to different. switch off. That's different. But I have another thought too, which is, you know, and I feel like this about you as well. I am somebody in the world, you know, like I'm someone in the world, I'm recognized in the world. And it's like, if someone wants to spend time with me and have a meal, probably they're picking my brain or wanting, you know, they want some information. They want some questions answered. They should pay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the entertainment. This, yeah. For I mean, I think that's distinct from like a date. Right. But I also, yeah. 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 So, I mean, so that's some piece of it. I, I just, I feel like men are really adults, especially younger men. They're very confused about how to be and who to be because they've grown up under this wave of don't do anything like that. It's all bad. And I don't think it's bad. I right. think it's wonderful. And since I learned submission and domination, you know, the BDSM things, I, I think it's, it's even more so that men could start to show some dominance. And I feel like that's what women really, straight women are attracted to. And maybe, I'm, maybe it's totally outdated. Maybe it's totally generational. But I feel like where I am in this place in my life, it's like, yeah, show me some muscle. Show me some, you know, like our friend Frank. You know, like Frank just, Frank manages groups of women. Like he travels the world with me. Crystal Dawn, a few other women. And it's like, Frank always like gets the thing, calls the Uber, gets us organized, tells us what time our bags have to be packed. It's wonderful. It's just wonderful to surrender and go, Frank's handling it. It's so good. And then he says to me, you know, when I get with him, he goes, is everything good at home? Is Michael taking care of things the way he should? Like he checks in on the men in our lives. 
you know, Frank's like the super alpha. And yeah. some people hate it. I, I've been in courses with him and trainings with him where he was on the microphone saying, you know, now do this, now do this. And women have come up to him and me and said, I don't want any man telling me what to do. Well, we were in one training together where we had almost a revolt. Oh, remember? that's right. In, yeah. In Against one, it. Yeah. <laughs> he was too alpha. I was like, he's great. So here's the question though. What, as a powerful woman, what do we want to have in mind? Let's kind of bottom line it. Like, what do we want to have in mind to have our men feel good being well, with think, a powerful woman without taking over for them, without being the man in the relationship? Okay. So I'm going to say that if a younger woman is listening to this and she doesn't feel the same way we do, or if somebody is the same as us, same generationally, I, like I'm a couple of decades ahead of you, but if somebody hears this and they don't agree, I'm gonna say the bottom line is to have a talk with someone. You're going on a date, you meet someone that you like, and I think it's really important to kind of say where you're at. It's kind of like the safer sex conversation, but, yep. pre, but it's pre that. It's, listen, I'm a pretty powerful woman. I'm used to traveling the world or, you know, I take my, if you're not here, I carry my luggage, I take everything, da, da, da. And I love surrendering my power to somebody who kind of wants to do that stuff, who wants to take charge, who wants to pay the bill, who wants to take the luggage, who wants to read the signs, who wants to drive and open the car door. I think it's important to have the conversation and tell somebody, hey, this is where I'm at. Where are you at? Yeah. Take some of the mystery and the guesswork and the fear of, I don't want to step on her toes. Right. She's powerful. That's what attracts me to her, but I don't want to be subordinate to her. Right. Let's have the conversation. I, so I think the conversation, how to re this is how I want to be related to. I think that's great. I think that's great. And I think it, whether they agree with what we're saying or not, whoever's listening, you can look for yourself. What works for you? Look, here's, I'm a really powerful woman. I love that we're connected because, you know, it's always disaster when one, a powerful woman is not with a powerful man who can't, who can't meet her, meet that laser. And we know, we know when we're when we're dumbing ourselves down, when we're attempting to be less than that we really are. But the men who truly want to be in our sphere and our orbit want that from us. They want that power. That's why they're attracted to us and want to be with us. So you could say what you just said. You could say, look, you know, when I'm not with you, I'm, I'm doing everything myself. And that's kind of how I like it. But I don't want you to uh, feel less than me because I'm opening my door. Or so is that something that's important to you, right? It's a negotiation. Is that something that's important to you to open my door, to pay for things? Talk to me about how you like relating to the women who are important to you or the woman who's important to you in your life. Let's see if we can come to some agreement. So it doesn't have to be this like, ar, 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 ar. right, exactly. And there doesn't have to be a lot of confusion. Yeah. Recently I was having dinner. Michael and I were invited by a close friend of the family we ran into him at the airport. It's a long story, I don't wanna get into it, but we then met him and his colleague for dinner in New Orleans at the Four Seasons. And they, they invited us for dinner. And when, when I went to the ladies room and came back, 
they stood up until I sat down. I haven't seen that in years. I don't know, I couldn't remember the last time men stood up. I was with three men and they all stood up at the table until I got situated in my chair again. And I was just like, oh, huh. that was so, I mean, it was unnecessary and right. so sweet. Yeah, it was very reverent, you know, re like revering the goddess versus yeah. succumbing or you or them dominating, which I think too can be, I think, I think this is why there's confusion because of what's happened over the last couple of decades of, I don't want to be dominated by anybody. So then I'm going to do everything myself. But if the man and the men could be, I'm now going to dominate you because I came into this patriarchy too, and you're a piece of luggage and I'm going to carry you, or I'm going to pay for you, you know, the whole marriage and hope chest and all that business, that chisness that's been going on for so long. But if it's genuine, if it's authentic, like I'm literally standing up because I want to let you know, I'm revering the goddess or you turn around and say, I'm now going to give you a back rub because I just want to be connected to you and I want to serve you right now. Right. Yes. So I think what's key, what I've gotten out of this is negotiation, conversation, clarity, clarity is kindness. One other thing that I know about men that I learned from my partner, Michael, men just want to get it right. They, they just, Men and women communicate and interpret things completely differently. And men are just, they want to be present to the, hmm, this is it, direct penetration, this is it. I don't mean penetration, like we're not talking about sex now. They just want to like, what do you want? I'll do it. And, and when I do it, I want you to say, boy, good job. I just want to get it right. I want to yeah. get it right. I want to serve you. And that's why the conversation is so important. So that they're not, I always say men, when they're in sex, they're trying to please us. And if we don't say what we want or what we like, they they don't know whether to pull a rabbit out of the hat, <laughs> pull a spark out of their sleeve. I didn't they, know where you were going with pulling the rabbit out of. <laughs> they can't read our minds. They, right. they, they, they're like waiting for cues and we don't always give them. Sometimes we're so in the feminine that we're just like, not allowing even, and letting yeah yeah not even finishing our sentences and they're like what do i do here what do i do here what do i do here i just want to get it right i just want to get it right so i think it's important for women to know that and for women to give cues and not hints but actually say this is how i am this is how this is the best way to relate to me yep and i think too just building on that you know when it comes to sex or when it comes to intimacy to be able to say you know what here's what I'm in the mood for right now. Can we have a conversation? It's like creating the bubble before any, so you create yeah. that safe container and having a conversation around your fears, desires, and boundaries because your desires may shift. Your partner may want to have penetrative sex. And if you don't want to do that, do not do that. Because if you do it as a powerful woman, we will then err. Uh, you know, then punish the guy for like making us do something that, that can happen. I'm not saying it does happen to me. Oh, it happens. Yeah. I've done that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I think, I've I think that too, I don't know any woman who hasn't done that. Yeah. Sex when she really didn't want to have sex. Yep. And sometimes you can, you can let yourself be taken, right? As long as it's conscious and you are okay. Yes. I will let, because the body will respond even if the emotions or the mind doesn't want to sometimes. 
Exactly. You know? All right, so let's summarize. One, we know that there's a difference in listening. We know there's a difference in connecting and communicating. And we know that men sort of, like the guy you spoke about in the earlier part of the, of the show, what did I do wrong? He didn't get it right. So we know that they want to get it right. It's best to communicate. It's best to not play games with them. It's best to communicate. This is the best way to relate to me in the beginning. And this is the best way to relate to me as we go on. And don't be threatened by my power. I'm just direct. I pretty much know what I want. And when I don't know, I'll say, I don't know. Yeah. Have the conversations really, really good. Yep. Oh, this is good. This is for all the powerful women out there and all the men out there who want to relate to us. Yay. Yes, 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 yes. Awesome. Great show, Lori. I hope everybody listening, we'd love to leave some comments, questions, things that you want to know more about. would love to hear if you try it out, right? If you, if you try this out with your, with your date, I'm going to try this out with my date on the 14th. I'm going to, I'm going to, oh, I can't wait put it to the test and be like, here's how I like to be related. I think he's going to love it. He's such an alpha male and be like, oh my God, thank you. Yes. I would love to open the door for you and pull out your chair for you. Like, thank you. I would love that too. That's wonderful. Yeah. So let us know how it goes friends till next time. Until next time from the boardroom to the bedroom, signing off Laurie Handlers and Jen Koken. We love you. And remember stay juicy. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of From the Boardroom to the Bedroom. We hope you'll join us again next time as we continue to traverse the worlds of sex, leadership, power, and partnership. To find out more about Lori, please visit her website, lorihandlers.com. To find out more about Jen, go to jenkoken.com Hey there, I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast, Back to the Arena, the Interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the Interviews. Electric acid.